Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, January 21st. Happy Saturday. I'm excited that we are entering a new subsection in our Bible reading plan. Remember, we started with creation, then we talked about sin and the fall and judgment. And today we're going to begin the section of talking about God's covenant promises to Abraham. This idea that God will be Abraham's God and Abraham's people's God, and they will be his people. And so today we're going to learn about Abraham's call. So we're going to go back to the book of Genesis. In fact, we'll be in Genesis for several days. So that'll be kind of cool. And we're going to read about the call of Abraham. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued toward the Negev. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because of the famine. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake, and Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. 
Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. Thank you for listening along as we read God's word together. Here we see the call at the very beginning of this chapter from the Lord to Abram. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household, and I will show you where to go. Can you imagine how difficult that was for Abram? And then he gives them a promise. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Um, And then (laughs) they go on their way, right? And Abram makes an altar, and then they end up in Egypt because of the famine. And I looked over at Amanda while I was reading this, and I thought, why in the world am I reading this? This is not about the call of Abraham. This is about the call. This is about the crazy part where Abram asked his wife to lie. And then I remembered, God calls messy, sinful people. He calls people like Abram, and he calls people like me. And he chooses to use us for his glory And he calls us back to repentance, right? Abraham did not do the right thing by asking Sarah to lie. But nonetheless, God has chosen to use fallible people for his great purposes. Okay, what else can we learn from this passage? Let's look back at verse 3. It says, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. God is blessing Abram so that he might be a blessing to other people. And this established covenant with Abraham, which is to be developed over the next few chapters, from the beginning reminds us that the blessing of covenant is to be extended to other people. And we, as Gentile people, are the fruit of those blessings because of the covenant God made with Abraham that all peoples of the nations, all peoples of the earth will be blessed through him, not just the Jewish people, but all people. And so it makes us think, how can we use how we've been blessed to also be a blessing? We have this great knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we have the material blessings that God has given to us. And so how might we use these great covenant blessings to be a blessing to others. Will you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for your covenant faithfulness to Abraham, that you told him you would show him the way to a land and that you would provide for him and you would make his name great and he would be a blessing. Lord, thank you for blessing us ultimately through the line of Abraham and through the patriarchs and on down to our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for adopting us into your your family. Help us, Lord, as your people to be a blessing to those around us today, maybe through a smile on our face or through some kind of help that we might give to those around us. Ultimately, Lord, help our life to be a light that points to the true light, the great light, our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.